0: As I said, I would like to uh, analyze the shortest uh, Perek which is actually probably the shortest Perek which is only two psukim long. That's Tzilim Perek and everybody knows it. It's a classic example because this is something that we say in Halal, and everybody knows it, but do we really understand it? Do we understand what it means? Do we even think about it? And as I said, uh, after we, it wasn't recorded, the, uh, what I said earlier, no, you can keep this going right now, that people think the only thing to learn is Torah Shub Dele you know what, guys, it's important to learn Tanakh too, and to, be into, and, and to think about how to analyze chapters in Tanakh and to understand uh, different uh, tools that we use. So the first question we need to ask ourselves is, this an independent means more. Okay, why do I have to ask that question? Because if you look for a second in the in the in the, in the, Tosfot, the, the which is brought underneath it, but look at the paratilum that Tosefta is referring to, in, right underneath that, the tilum kuflamid Hei, Again, it's a longer mizmor, only about the first three verses. Uh, again, it's a mizmor that people are familiar with. Hallelujah, 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 Hashem Hallelujah, Kitov Now, usually the word Hallelujah. Is uh, what we find that Berketilim is the word that either begins or concludes a mizmor. Here in Berakav Kuflamenhei, we have the word Hallelujah in Pasuk Gimel. So the Gemara says in Mesech Pesachim, oh, it's Gemara, so I can learn it. Oh, Sholom Dimavet Hashem, the uh, the Hallelujah of Sholom beveit Hashem that this that, that this is this is uh, this of uh, this mizmor. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Debate Reish Pirka, the Hallelujah that's mentioned afterwards is the beginning of a new chapter. That is to say, the Gemara seems to indicate that the Hallelujah in Pasuk Gimel begins a new chapter. It's actually not part and parcel of what we call Mizmor Kuflamet Hay. Right? In other words, the two verses have to be read by themselves. Gimel starts a new Mizmor. That's what the Gemara says. And then Tolstot says the following, ulafize right underneath it, to also then comments that the first two visits. Rav Gav, it's Tanakh. Is it Mutter to teach Tanakh here? I teach Tanakh, yeah. Oh, you do? Why not? Oh, my gosh. You know, how often do you learn Tanakh every day? Of course I do. Not. I learn Tanakh every day. I'm Jewish. We have that on recording, okay, guys? <laughs> Rav God says he's Jewish on Simchat every day. Some people, some people, yeah. some people, some people think Rav God that he's only all allowed to all learn Choshav Al I love Choshav Al Pei. He is there a single source in the world that says that? There you go. Baruch Hashem. I love it's all recorded. Bishmak. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. Baruch Hashem. There you go. Baruch Hashem. Anyway, so then Tosfud says, you have to say, the minute the Gemara says that, that, that Pasuk Gimel, Hallelujah, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Alright, cut me. <laughs> The minute that, the, the, that Tosso says that the minute that you say that Pasuk Gimel is the beginning of a new so Toso says, well, what are you going to do about Pasuk Gimel in bet? So Tosfud says, that the, the fir- these first two verses, is that. It can be that this is a mizmor it's its own, right? Why? It can't have a mizmor which is only two psikim long. Now, for now, I'm just going to assume that Tosu is making a general ruling. And where he knows this from, I know not. But a general concept, he can't have a mismor, which is only two verses long. And that's why Talmud says, the minute you say that, that hallelujah is the beginning of a new mizmor, then clearly these two verses cannot be the more. The significance of Talmud is that these two verses would have to be attached to the previous mizmor. I, is that clear to everybody? Right? Because it can't stand in its own right. By the way, you know, there's... Lopah shoot exactly the division of tehillim. You know, we have a division that we have today. Over the ages it developed. It wasn't always divided the way we have it today, but we'll leave it we'll aside. side I'm sorry. Uh, the, the Christian divided chapters as well, the but you can see in the, in the, the Gemara itself has a discussion about which chapters belong, what belongs to which. Anyway, so... So Toso does not hold so, the uh, issue of so the says, Hallelujah? So, no, 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 no. no. says, because Hallelujah in the first source of the year, the Gemara says, begins a new Mismore, Ergo says, Toso, the first two verses cannot stand <laughs> on their own, and therefore the significance is that they must be attached to the previous Mismore. They just bunted the question, because now yeah. we have a oh oh, 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 So that's what we're trying to say right now, oh. So so that, that begs the question. If Tosfod is making a general declaration that you can't have a Mizmor of two Psukim, it's too short for whatever reason, then what do you do without, without, without this Mizmor? Mizmor Kuf Yud zayin, it's two verses. So the Me'iri, as a commentary, he really says it doesn't stand on its own. There's no such thing as a Me'iri, two verses. And he really says it's part of Kuf Tad zayin. It ends Kuf tad If you hold Kuf Tad zayin, you, you attach it to that, and that's where it goes. But the, the truth of the matter is, is that that's not a Kuf Shat. Why? Because Kufu is a very clear structure. Okay? It begins with a command and there's a rationale for that command, and there's a very clear structure to it. Haluat Hashem kol goyim, there's a command that all the nations should praise God. kol It seems to be a repetition just using different verbs, but pretty much similar. And then there's the reason. Why should all the nations praise God? Because the Hashem, Hashem's love is so much upon us, the Met Hashem l'olam and they Met Hashem is forever. Hallelujah! And therefore, they should praise God. There's a very clear structure over here. There's a command for the nations to praise God, and there's a reason stated as well. So, the, and, and the, the truth of the matter is, the mizmor before right concludes with Hallelujah. If you, that's what you, that's the line right underneath. You see, What do we say earlier? I said earlier. Generally speaking, rule of the thumb is. That the word Hallelujah concludes and opens And therefore, Kufta Dzaim concludes with Right? It concludes with Hallelujah. Therefore, that's conclusion of the previous Mizmure. Hallelujah concludes this mismore. Therefore, logic dictates that this mismore is really an independent Mizmure. It's standing in its own right. It could be that vote and that's what I'm saying, it could be, I don't know, it could be that vote when he said that you can't have a mizmor of two he meant the mizmor that he was referring to, of kuflam and hey. Because he, he look at his word, his words, lo mizmor, that mizmor. Maybe Tulsa was just saying that kuflam hey, and without going into it over there, the lot, those two verses seem to, seem to be standing ke'ilu with no rationale to stand on their own right. So it means these two verses can't be alone. Maybe they got to be attached to the previous mizmor. But maybe Tulsa didn't, didn't want to make a general rule that you can't have two verses of being a Mismore. So therefore, let's assume right now, that as I said, that this Mismore, is a Mismore that stands in its own right. So yeah. first of all, what does it mean? Let, yes? Uh, do you need to have a Hallelujah at the end of a Mismore? You don't need to have, There's not not every mizmor in Tilem has one, but right. many of them do. And, and do when you do you find the word Hallelujah, it's either concluding, or, or opening a Mismore. You, how do you know if it's concluding or opening? The the end end of, yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So Nachon, no. Nachon, you can tell, but so you, can, like, you, can, you 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 you, 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 so can, you can tell. He, no, look, the, word, the word, no, the word Hallelujah is closer to Hallelujah. It concludes with Hallelujah, but as, that's why I said the last word of Kuftezayin is Hallelujah. So that's why it, in, in, so it, it 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 gives us to think that Kuf design <coughs> concluded and now Kuftezayin starts. So Kuflam I and hey, Kuf, I mean, hey is a problem. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Kumulay is a problem. That seems to be the only one, as far as I'm aware. Okay, now I'll try trying to understand the mitzvah. As far as what is, what is the structure and what is the meaning of the Mismar, that's the first thing to understand. So, at Hashem Kol Gim Shabuchu Kol seems to be uh, straight up parallel. I just want to point out that the word Shabuchu, Shavach, to praise, is not often found in Tanakh. Um, it's not. It's it's it's, it's it, it becomes in the Talmudic literature becomes a much more common word, but not in Tanakh. It's not. It's only found several times in Tanakh, and that 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 in that, in that uh, in that meaning, it could very well be that there's a repetition of the year with an explanation. What is to mean? What is Shabucho? Shabucho means the first half. Hallelujah. There's but clearly there's a, there's a clear parallel between Hallelujah. There's some called Goyim Shabucho Kolomim. Goyim Olim are nations. Hallelujah. it means to praise. Tegavar Aleinu Chazdo Vemet Hashem L'olam Halleluya. What does that mean? What does that mean? Are they, are, are they uh, two different statements? Are they one statement? Are they connected? These are both things that you have to ask yourselves. That's why I thought, I, I'm not joking. That's why I want to just give you a, a, show you guys how to think. When you read a, a, a parakel of by the way, it's, it's, it's not just in tilim. I've said many times in Meseche Davot, right? many, many times in Meseche you have a few commands or a few pieces of advice in the Mishnah. One thing you always ask yourself, are they just independent of each other, or are they connected? Right? Are there, is there a continuity? Is there a relationship between the statements, or are they just uh, be random pieces of advice? It's one, if you look in the commentaries, that, the commentaries will very often deal with that question, and the same thing over here in the psukim. Right? So the Meiri says, if you turn the page, it says, What is Chazdo? Is, what's the cheser of Hashem? That God saves us from the going. And what's the emet of Hashem? Torah Ad He's referring to the Torah. Now these two things don't seem to have anything to do with each other, right? That uh, Hashem's Chesed is that He saved us from the Koim. Hashem's Emes they gave us a story which is eternal. They don't seem to have any connection. But the truth of the matter is, throughout Tanakh, Chesed and emet always go together. I just brought several examples. It's really not difficult to Google Chesed and in the Tanakh and look what you find. What you find. I just brought a couple of g- examples. Okay. All right, not Google? Inspector. Uh, Inspector. Oh. <laughs> Shalom aleichem. Welcome. Come. You're coming to join us. I am. Oh, baruch Hashem. Here we goes. Here's another tzaddik who, although he studies Gemara, not understands the Tanakh is where it's at. Bro. It's where it's at. Yes. It, it, it's obviously so simple that like, even I understand. But like you know, I know like, it's so common for me to be like. So why doesn't he say that? Not? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what. Look at the examples I gave you. Right. And this, look, 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 I just brought some examples in Brishit. This is a this is Eliezer talking about when he uh, talking to the uh, talk, uh, discussing when he found um, a wife for Yitzchak. Right, Hashem do not right? abandon his chesed and his hisemet, or in Yeshua. Right, when the uh, when Rachav. Uh, makes the Miraglim swear. She says to them, I did chesed with you. You should do chesed. You give me a, 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 a sign of which is emet. and and, and that, that, that of course they, 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 they should save the family when when they capture Yericho. And they respond, uh, that we'll do Chesed v'emet when we come capture. Then also this week's parsha. <coughs> <laughs> <gülme> this past week's parsha. That's is what Jacob tells us. son. Chesed always goes together. So presumably Chesed v'emet, you Chesed could have a meaning, and emet could have a meaning. Presumably when they're together, they refer to each other. When that, that is to say, we're talking about a Chesed which is emet, a Chesed which is emet. And the chesed, which is emet, refers to, it goes, presumably means over here as well. Hashem gives his chesed, or his love upon us, which is emet. And this chesed is emet. That is to say, there seems to be then a connection. It's not disjointed, as the Me'iri seems to suggest, but there is a connection. Which, ches, which chesed does Hashem? Hashem does the chesed, which is emet, forever. That chesed is emet. Because they go together. And I, I would just like to point out as well that there's a, a reverse parallel between these two so regarding Shem Hashem. Just again, note, 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 which again proves the point that this is a one Mizmor, which is a structure. If you look at the Mizmor, Halut <romot> Hashem Kol Halut Hashem, Hashem's name is stated. Halut Hashem. Shabichu, who? Praise Him. Who's Him? Hashem. Hashem. But if Hashem is not mentioned here. Not Shabichu et Hashem. Shabichu. And then you look in the second half of the, the second half of them is more the second half them, Ki gavar aleinu chazdo. His chesed is gover aleinu. Whose chesed? Hashem. emet Hashem and now here's Hashem is stated. So that's a classic classic parallel which is reversed. Is Hashem's name stated uh, uh, first Hashem's name is stated and then there's a reference to Hashem and the second half, there's a Rechaz Hashem, which is, once again goes shows to, shows to show, show that these sukim are meant to be read and understood as one unit. one unit. One last thing I want to say as far as understanding the mizmor itself. What is Ki Gavar Aleinu Usually, the word Ligbor means to what? Do you guys want? Who Even modern-day soccer, modern-day sports, right? Makabi Gavru al What does it mean? It's strong. They, yeah, not strong. so it means they overcome. Right? Who'd right? You'd say to a to a person, you know, "Kigaveralz, get over it." Right? Uh, if there if, if there's a time or like and like makabi gavu al means they overcame the other team. So what does Gavar alenu chazda? Hashem's chesed overcame us. What does that mean Hashem's chesed overcame us? There's a there's a war between us and Hashem's chesed. Hashem's chesed overcame us. That makes no sense. For some, for some reason just gives us a balanced in, in us. And the the we don't serve. that's interesting okay that's interesting I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna just ignore that but again how do I how do I understand this see where the word gavar appeals elsewhere alright and the word gavar in doesn't really mean gavar to overcome gavar means gavar <laughs> means high. If you look in, in, in Gavar, I wrote it right underneath, you see Gavar, right underneath it that second bit of here, equals Gavar. Gavar means from Gavov to be high. Uh, there's a similarity between the letters, maybe with these sounds, but it means to be high. What does that mean? So look, in, if you look, I just for example Tilim Kuv Gimel, there's a comparison over here between that the Chesed that, that the Hashem treats the Jewish people uh, and forgives our sins, even if we're not deserving. Okay, you look and there's three verses, one after another, which are parallel to each other. Look at that. Just like the heavens are higher than the land, Hashem's chesed is gavar on those who fear Him. We'll leave that in a moment. As far away east is from west, Hashem distance our sins from us. Kirachem al-Val-Bandrim, just like a father has rachamim mercy on his children, Rechem Hashem al Hashem has mercy upon those who fear him, upon the Jewish people. Even though we sin, and even though we do things which are wrong, Hashem still has rachamim on us. And so, what is the first verse? Ki Hashemimar is just as the heavens is tall, as high over the lands. So, what's Gavar Chazdo al based on this whole parallel? Hashem's Chesed is high upon us. Not overcoming us. It's high. It's very, it's coming down from Shemaim Kilu from the heavens, and it's very tall. It's like a wall of Chesed, so to speak. Okay, Khamesh uh, or or a pasuk from Noach. Milamala Gavru you ever got this? Is a pasuk in Noach. Did nobody ever pay attention to that? That it says that the mind were Gavru um, fifteen amot above the land, above the mountains. What is Gavru? They overcome. Then, then it means it, it means that they became high. Mistama, there's a connection, right? Because if I overcome someone, right, if I take Noah and I throw him to the ground and I overcome him, then I am. We can demonstrate if you want, right? Then I am higher than him, right? Think about it, right? There's, there there is a relationship. Because if I I throw him to the ground, I'm higher than him because I'm still looking looking down at him. So I understand that there's a connection. But clearly, so the word Gavru Hamai means the water was higher, right? So clearly, and the word Ki Gavar Aleinu Chazda means that Hashem's chesed is high. Now, what does it mean? It means, imagine it's coming down from Shemaim, as if there's a pillar of chesed, a pillar of love between us and Hashem, that Hashem bestows upon us, right? And it's very high, and that serves as a relationship to Hashem. Hashem gives us chesed, and that links us, if you wish, to a Kaddish Baruch The word kabbar doesn't necessarily mean overcome, but it means that it, there's a high, uh, from Shemaim to Aretz, there's a high wall, not wall blocking, but there's like a high pillar, if you wish, of chesed. But also, until now, we just did a basic analysis of the Mizmor. Okay? And we've determined, A, that is one Mizmor that stands in its own right. Right? Yes, there are only two verses. It might be a Chiddush. but there is Mizmor in its own right. And we've also determined that there is a clear structure to it. There is a command to the going to praise Hashem. And it seems to be a reason stated because Hashem gives his love to Jewish people, therefore the Goim should give uh, uh, praise to Hashem. And we saw. The structure, it be, the verse before this Mizor concludes with Hallelujah this one concludes with Hallelujah, there are two verses we seem to go together, and as we saw we saw this classic reverse parallel in Hashem therefore there seems to be one unit. and the Kohim are meant to praise Hashem and the Ches and Love of Hashem is high, my question right now simply is, what is the connection between these two verses what is going on over here, what is going on over here, think about it the goyim are commanded to praise Hashem because Hashem loves us Hello? What does that mean? Why would the guy praise Hashem? Because he loves us. It makes no sense, assuming that the speaker is us. Who's Alaynu? us. Who's speaking? Who's speaking? A Jew. Someone who presumably a Jew. Hashem's chesed is upon us. So the guy should praise Hashem. Hello? It doesn't make sense for a child to say to somebody, hey, my dad is a great dad. He, he loves me. Or for citizens to say, hey, our king is an amazing king. He takes very good care of us. You should praise him, like think highly of him, give him cover. Doesn't
1: make sense. Show my Why would it, but the but the
0: Hashem isn't chaser on the goyim? No, the command is for the goyim yeah, to here, praise here. Hashem. Imagine the scene, right? I'm saying, No, 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 no. no. Would you tell your friend at school? That's the parallel. You should, you know, you should know that, and you should praise. Not my dad. But you should praise my dad because he's so good to me. Uh, no. not not I mean, uh, Imagine imagine a situation where a stranger meets your father and disrespects your father, and you can imma- you can imagine a child reasonably saying to the stranger, "Hey, show my dad some respect. He's an amazing dad." Uh, it's not unreasonable. Uh, I hear, I hear you. I, I I I I I. It's not so much about respect here. It's about praise, right? Praising means I, I usually praise someone. Someone does something for me. I, that's a relationship that we have. I can't imagine you are going to your someone down the street and say, "Praise my dad because he's good to me." You know, yeah. It's a way of potentially deflecting any praise that could be given to a Jew and deflecting on Hashem instead. Is that I, interesting same? shots. I they I, "I, I, you know, what, look, I'm not guys." The, the fun thing about this, like also, Agadot is that you can say whatever you want, <coughs> but you, oh, but but here's the, but, but here I do say one thing. You can say what you want if it makes sense and it reads well in the pasuk. So, I, I, I'm not sure if you're just read about the Pesach. I'm going to bring a couple of suggestions right now. I wasn't the first one to ask this question on both sides. So it's not my question. The Gemara asked this question, okay? Alright? See? Gemara um, asked this question. and look at the bottom of that page. Am Rav Kana, When Rabbi Shmuel, the son of he became sick, Shalach Rabbi. Rabbi asked him a question. Tell us two or three things that you heard from your dad. Right? I guess he figured you're going to die, so I'm sure you got some terror, you know? So there's some terror. Shadaloo kakha, but this one my father said, "My diqti waluladasham kol gayim." What does it say kol kogim? "Umoto ola my avidtai." What what what's what's for business? We're telling was the purpose is praise Hashem all the goim. What is up to the gayim? Myve, what's up to them? Why are they what are they getting involved? So Rashid explains the question. "Umoto ola my avidtai lishvu gayim." What are they why should they praise Hashem? What, because God gave chesed to us? So we should praise Hashem. right? What is this about the Goyim praising Hashem? If Hashem gives chesed to us, we should be the one praising Hashem. Not the Goyim. So there's a couple of answers. The first answer is provided right there in the Gemara. This is the answer of the Gemara. That the Goyim should praise Hashem... For all the wonders that Hashem does for them, kol shekain. How much more so anu us degavar aleinu chazdo? Do you see what the what what, what the Gemara does according and according to um, as you know. Let's, let's read the Rashbam advo niflot dechazin and look at the Rashbam dechazin is ba'olam, ve'kol Kol anu ki gaval lechazdo yeter mikolam maloshon. Hashem has given Hashem gives more chesed than any other nation. Kol Shekane. In other words. The word "key" that we all usually think word be, means because that's not what it means in the first year. Kigavar aleinu chazda. We think the word "key" means because. So then we ask a question: Was it going to the two halves? Praise Hashem because Hashem does chesed to us. That doesn't make any sense. So the answer is no, not key because, but it, it, it's it's how much more so. What does that mean, How so much more? So, this is the way you read the verse according to the Gemara, according to the We'll see it right now in the Midrash as well. Hashem kol Goyim. There's a command. Goyim, praise Hashem. Rationale not stated in the verse. Brackets. What's the rationale? Because Hashem does it for you. You, Goyim. So, praise Hashem. Continues the Pasuk. How much more so, ki how much more so, rationale, the Jews should praise Hashem, and then we should praise Hashem. In other words, there's, 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 there's verses or words here which are lacking according to this commentary. Right? And that's, the, of course, going to be difficult with it. Again, according to, reading, to well, wait, right. according to this reading, according to this reading, you should read the psukim as if there's a command, a rationale for the goyim, and a command and rationale for the Jews. Do you understand? <coughs> and the two psukim are not connected in that regard. It, it, it's not as if the second pasuk explains the first. The first pasuk is a, co- a command to the goyim. Goyim, praise Hashem. Brackets. Why? Because Hashem does chesed for you. Second pasuk. Ki gavar wow! And how much more so that Hashem does chesed for us? Command we should too praise Hashem. So according to this reading, reading, reading the key is not a rationale explaining the first verse. It's not the second verse explaining the first verse. Ki gavar is says to the Jewish people. The first verse is regarding the nations of the world, and the second verse regards the Jewish people. And the nations will should praise Hashem because He does good for them. How much more should the Jewish people praise Hashem because Hashem does even more for us? You guys, stop that! It's a totally different way of reading the verse. And I, the, the, you find this in the Medrash as well. Look at the medrash, uh, look at the uh, look at the Medrash right underneath the Devar Acharei Halot Hashem Kol Goyim Shalom Rab Shimon Ben Rabbeinu Hakadosh Et Aviv. Rab Shimon the Rabbeinu Hakadosh read on us. <laughs> he asked his father, "Mim Kol Goyim, Mim Kol, who are these people? Amar Lo Kol Goyim Elokim Shishibduti. are the Goyim who." Uh, we subjugated the Jewish people. Kolomot el mochuloshivu b'hem. The kolomot of the people who did not subjugate the Jewish people. Amru kolomot ma'im eloshnish tabdom nisyon mekaltsim d'lashbarachu. An shloshivnu b'hem. Alachavim of the nations who subjugated Jewish people. Fez hashem amit mochul us that we didn't that we didn't. Lekachne emar alot shem kol shivu Amru Yisrael. I brought all this for this line. Amru Yisrael. The Jewish people said. Anu alachavim how much mochul us. You see, In other words, this is, the, 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 the question of the Medrash Tehillim isn't the question of the Gemara. The question of the Gemara was, what the heck? What do these two psukim have to do with each other? Why does the first verse say, Goyim, praise Hashem, because Hashem did good to the Jewish people? I don't understand that. That was the question of the Gemara. The Medrash Tehillim starts a different question. Who are the Goyim? He gives an answer. They're the goyim who subjugate him, subjugate Hashem, and the Jewish people, blah, blah, blah. And the Jewish people respond, how much more so us? But he gets, and that's the answer of the Gemara. And that's what Rashi explains. Rashi explains it to on our on our chapter, Klomar, ve'afki, and how much more so, Anachno, because Rashi explains according to the Gemara. According to this answer then, as we said, this is the first answer. The first answer is there's no reason stated over here which connects. The word key doesn't mean because. The word key means afki. How much more so. And that's the way Rashi reads. That's the way the, that's based on the Gemara. So according to this answer, there's two separate things. The first verse is talking about the Goyim. The second verse is talking about the Jews. You guys got that or not? You guys got that? Okay, very nice. I, I wrote was difficult, but it's clearly what's difficult. It's actually that right? half the verses are missing. There's a command to the Goyim, to praise him, but no rationale is provided. The rationale is provided for the Jewish people without a command for the Jewish people. It's just the, the psukim are missing. Okay. The Ben Ezra. quotes Rabbi Moshe. This is Rabbi Moshe Chikatila, who lived about 200 years before him. What's going on over here? Who klal lekol According to Reb Moshe you misunderstood the homi zmar. Kigavar Isn't a Jew talking? Until now, we've assumed that who's doing the talking? A Jew. A Jew is telling the goim, you should pray Hashem. Ki gavar leino, Hashem's was upon us. According to Moshe Jikatila, no. The person talking, maybe a Jew, but not a Jew with a particular bend, with a particular viewpoint but a Jew, or maybe a non-Jew, with a universalistic viewpoint. You, the whole world should praise Hashem. Klal ki what? What's aleinu? Hashem's chesed on who? Imakol With everyone, kalam. This is mam is the reverse. It's not that aleinu is the Jewish people, but aleinu is on the entire humanity. So according to this, the question falls away. It's not going praise Hashem because Hashem is as has, has Chesed upon the Jewish people. It's going praise Hashem because Hashem has Chesed on the entire world, and that's the way you read the verse. The verses, so the Aleinu isn't 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 referring to a Jew. It's referring to anybody, maybe a Jew with a universal bent, or maybe a non-Jew. Lo Obviously, this post this chat is also not so easy because the word Aleinu within the context of limb certainly. Indicates we're talking about a Jew, and very very particular, the Jew and the Chesed does with the Jewish people. It's more complicated. The third answer is here. Amos Chacham, I only copied one line out, right? Amos Chacham, you guys, you guys are familiar with this set, right? No. Okay, guys. God. I know that my dad has, has a set Guys, it's down over here, okay? It's at the bottom shelf, Tanakh, that's why no writer knows it, okay? Okay, No, no, guys, it's, it's, you guys need to know this, okay? This, this is classic, every Jewish religious Zionist home has a set like this, okay? If you don't have one, either you're not Jewish or not Zionist, or you just not have a home yet he you have a home, and you'll have a set And jewish and religious and Zionist yeah. we're both set. This is called Dat Mikra Okay, it's a set called Dat Mikra And it's actually the Chumish as well, it's, it's put out years ago Different people, real commentaries, but it's a modern day commentary. Uh, to my mind, he gets it's it's a very easy. It's it's, a easy, it's a very easy Hebrew to read. Um, it's a modern day commentary, all right, which which, which combines both the archaeology and academia and different tools of the trade. Words as classic uh, parallels. Words which appear throughout Tanakh. Um, sometimes it, 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 I get he gets too to bogged down with wording with the, with the diktuk. If you ask me, read, like the, too too much diktuk with just the word that's the verb. But but it's a very it's a very you, you can you can learn Tanakh with Dat Mikra, just like you can learn you know Gemara with art Scroll and Mishnah with Kahati, right? That's why I did the same this mama she can learn with it, okay? So you can learn with Raja Radak if you want to learn but you may not always understand. He this guy makes it available understandable. He has introductions to the whole book, who wrote it, when was it written, what's the background, what's the context? Yes, context is important, haha. Right? Okay? Alright, so he has, he has it before each parsha he has an introduction, he has a, a summary, it's very, very good. So um, so in, in, in the summary of this, of this ch- chapter, he writes the following, um, I'll look at the, on the page you have in front of you. <coughs> this is the song of those people who are going up to the temple of God to give thanks. <laughs> people who give thanks to Hashem and everybody to, to participate. He wants to, everybody to participate. What he says is the following: He says, "You know what's going on over here? So you have to put Kuf Zayin into context. So what's going on in kuf Zayin? What's just the, what's at the end of kuf Zayin? I'm reading the Kufet Zayin. Lcha I will bring sacrifices. I will bring my nedarim sacrifices to God. In the These are Mizmorim that clearly Jewish people saying Putting into context, when they made Aliyah Laregel, right? When they made Aliyah Laregel, that's Kufit Zayin, right? Yomona Beit Haron in Kufit Yudchet, Yomona Yeri Hashem in Kufit That also seems to be referring. He says this is a series of Mizmorim that Jews said when they would uh, come to the to, to the to the temple for Aliyah Laregel. Kufit Yudchet, Zain, Kufit Zayin, He puts in the whole context. Whether it works or not, I don't know. And then his argument is very simple. When it says, Halud Hashem, Kol He didn't really mean it. He really means Jews. It's a Jew, talking. Is a Jew talking. And who is he really talking to? To the Jewish people who are around him. At Haribayt. The Jewish people at the temple. Ah, he says, Kol Goyim, It's a poetic license that he's taking for himself. He doesn't really mean it. He's an Harabite. Jews, thank Hashem. But in a poetic way, he says, and it's wonderful that everybody should thank Hashem. That's his interpretation, like it or not. That's what he says. Interesting shots. Interesting shots. Okay, if the has, himself has an answer, the, uh, the, he doesn't. Besides Rav Moshe Jucatilus earlier, he says, "Alot <laughs> Hashem but also it's very interesting The Ibn Ezra tries To put this Mizmor Into historical context Who are these Goyim? In other words When the writer Of the Mizmor writes "All the Goyim Praise God Did he mean it literally? In the sense of going pay attention? Or was it like A poetic thing Like in general Would it be nice? Is, it, there's a, is there a concrete context? Was he talking to somebody? What, I mean Was he talking to Goyim in Europe? Presumably not Who is Gol Goyim so Rabbi Nezer himself says, it's talking about the Goyim who were under the thumb of David. David HaMelechari expanded the borders of Israel. And those Goyim were under his control, under Jewish people control. Says the those are the Goyim that we're referring to. And, he's, and according to him, in his pishan, it his doesn't mean all Goyim. Because it can't possibly mean goyim. What, the writer is saying all the Goyim in the world? They're going to hear about this? How can they even hear about it? They didn't have WhatsApp then so kol goyim means part of the goyim which of the goyim? the goyim who are under David's control now it makes sense, the goyim under David's control who sees David's conquest who sees Yad Hashem they should praise Hashem right? okay, because they see what Hashem is doing okay, maybe yes, maybe no but here's the radak, and conclude with the radak and it's very relevant to our days as well I'll say it out loud first radak says, no you guys, these guys thought this all wrong you have to understand, I talked about context the Ibn Ezra things talk about the, 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 the David Amelech's conquests. It's not talking about that. La'acharit yamim is talking about the end of days. Yes, there are quite a few Tilim talk about the end of days. And you know what's going to happen in the end of days? The Gaim are going to come around to it. They'll get it. They'll get it. And they're going to praise Hashem because they're going to appreciate what Hashem has done for the Jewish people. That's the beginning of the end of it. Yes, they will understand. And they're going to preach to the Jewish people and they're going to praise Hashem for that because they're going to finally understand the Emmet. Look at the Red Hat. Hashem oh, By the way, put this, in, put this into context. Again, that the Christian medieval view, as everybody I'm sure is aware, that the, the Christian's official, official, official Christian policy was you're not meant to destroy the Jews. That wouldn't serve any point. What are you meant to do? We're Keep the Jews, but humiliate them. Right? Are you guys not familiar with this? No, it's, it's very famous. Right, if you go to uh, European cathedrals from the medieval times, you'll see a statue. You'll see two statues. You'll see you'll see this a woman who's symbolizing the church, holding a, a big staff, a cross, holding a cross, beaming, a crown on her head. The church upward, moving the church triumphant, and then you'll see the woman who's synagogue. Synagogais represents Jewish people blindfolded, head bowed, broken staff. And that's the Jewish people who don't see the truth of Christianity. Okay? And in the, 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 the again, the Christians didn't exactly uphold this policy of not killing the Jews. Right? We don't have to say that. They weren't just Sadiqim. But the official, official church and papal policy was don't kill the Jews. What's the point of killing Jews? No. The fact that they humiliated and subjugated proves that we're right. Right? That the whole fact that the Jewish people exist but are poor and downtrodden and stepped upon, that's kashmak for the Christians because it shows that they're right. Uh, and that was, the, that, was the, that was the Christian concept. If you guys read the six knocks of Rav Soloveitch, Nachon, and Koledid effect. one of the knocks was what? De- de- destroying the Christian theological position. Because the fact that the Jewish people have independence in the land over the holy places, that destroys everything Christian. It it' destroys the basic the Christian position. The Jewish people can't have independence, the Jewish people are subject and humiliated. That's exactly when the six of the six Savage Yes. Isn't the Jewish people returning to the land of Israel and it's having their own state part of the Christian doctrine though for the end of days? Not Catholic necessarily, Not Catholic, so yeah. now you're talking about all the Christians, all the Jewish people to try to fit it in. <laughs> anyway now, so against this ideology says the Radak the following. This verse only has two verses. It's meant for the end of days. Why is it two verses? The nations will be divided into two sides. The Jewish people will remain loyal to their Torah. And the other nations will be on the other side, like Avram Ivri. They'll have the seven missiles in the north. But Kolam haleluya. But everybody will praise God. Ki Kolam yedu ba'az, everybody will admit to Hashem and to the Jewish people's superiority as it says. Uli ko kolam Hashem levdosh chem echad. skip the next line. Look at pasuk bat ki gavar lo nakhzdo, bzeh yesh lachem halalut shabcho, shegavar aleinu khazdo. Why were they going to praise God? Because God has given His chesed in, upon us. God took the Jewish people out of the, the subjugation of the Goyim. You guys, the Goyim didn't think Hashem could do this. We've been in exile for so long. You didn't think it was possible for Hashem to save us. The truth of God will be revealed. That God proved to take, promise to take us out of the exile. And He actually did it. Ravosai, that seems to be the very um, the really um, shot over here. it's not about a particular it's not about a context of David or then but it really is kol goyim, all the nations of the world and when is that going to happen? Mashiach. when the nations of the world are going to see the chesed that Hashem does to the Jewish people love. that you guys thought this was impossible and, and, and they will admit to the truth of Hashem and the truth of the Jewish people and they will praise Hashem because Hashem gives His avon chesed to the Jewish people Rabosai, it's a long process it is a long process. We're not there yet, to say the least. We're not there yet to say the least. But Hashem, there's no question that with the advent of the state of Israel and the fact that we are somehow another trying to, as much as possible, bring Bar Shem to the world. And with the, no matter what they're going to say, you see what's going on right now. No matter what they're going to say, yes, Israel's going, I am not to explain to you guys what Israel, how Israel's acting in Azza. And that's the Kiddush Hashem. No, the fact that they government going to want to know about it, many of them don't want to know about it, okay, it's a process. It's very challenging. It's very difficult. But vizrat HaShem, we are sammuchu we know that Vizrat HaShem some Monday, we will get to munu And then the goyim will say, Bizrat, ha-dolot HaShem korum g'olim, ki gavar aleinu chazda, vemet HaShem L'olam, Hallelujah.